to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Hello, Bill. Hello, Anne-Marie. This is uh, Tim, uh, also known in the chat as Unseen Viewer. And uh, I just happen to have a little bit of a song to describe her handsome hero. <coughs> No one lies like Gaston, has red eyes like Gaston. No one gives you a no-go surprise like Gaston. Too bad Bell pushed him into the soul river. My, what a guy that Gaston. Yes, I know. Greetings from Underbrook. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is The Absence of Emma's Issues. You mean other than that baby in your belly. We also talk about ABC's hit series, Once Upon a Time. How are you doing, Anne-Marie? <laughs> good. How are you doing? Good. Good. I, I don't have a baby in my belly tonight. Neither do I. Excellent. Excellent. Then I don't even have a burrito baby. Then we're two for two. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so, you know, if people aren't aware... Oh, also, by the way, we do have our chatters here over at live.universebox.com uh, who come join us every Wednesday, mm-hmm. 8.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. ET now, uh, Eastern Time, at live.universebox.com. We have uh, Monica and Angel and Hope and uh, I believe Unseen, the unseen viewer. viewer. And a couple more people will probably pop in there in a minute. I'm they, sure. they always refresh right after we start. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, it happens. Yes. Uh, but we also, Anne-Marie, we yes, also Bill. have yet another uh, deep cut guest that we haven't had on in forever. I don't think since Wonderland. No, I yeah, I, th- I think it's been since Wonderland. Although her voice appears very often on the show about a week late. Yep, pretty yep. much every she time. She likes to give us a recap on last week's episode. Amory, why don't you introduce our guest? <laughs> this week, our guest is Don O'R. Hi, Don. Hi, Don. Hi. It's so nice to have you here. It's It's oh, been forever. You. Yes. I, I believe the last episode we had with you uh, was a Wonderland episode where we recorded the whole thing, <gasps> and backwards. then I lost the I lost the entire yes. recording, and we had to do it over again, right? And then we tried flipping it on her and having me host and you be the oh, not so yeah. hosty person, <laughs> and we didn't tell her. I forgot because about we wanted that to part. think of a way to keep it fresh. <laughs> Instead, it was just, we all we all did it really really fast. We all talked really really fast. It was like the fastest episode ever. Was, I think we it, did because we were like we don't know what's going on. And we Let's just get it over. We with. didn't even switch out our points. Because, no, like we just used the same. Oh, remember that conversation we had a while ago? We're gonna have it again. We're gonna do that again, but yeah. mo- more boring this time. So, so Don, it's been a while. How's it been going? And why don't you go ahead and sum up your thoughts on the last few seasons of Once Upon a Time for us in about eh, thirty seconds. Oh, well, you know, I mean, I've, I've been watching and, um, honestly, I've been like kind of, uh, disgruntled because mm. I, I felt like they weren't telling 
they, they come up with great ideas and then they wouldn't tell the story. Like, yep. Yep. It was, it was making me crazy and I would watch it anyway and I would listen to your podcast and I would call in and like give you my thoughts, but it, none of it mattered because I never told any of the stories. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know if you've been listening lately, but we've been a little gruntled ourselves. We or have been a little. Uh, not gruntled. What's gruntled? I, I don't know what gruntled <laughs> is. gruntled a word or is it just disgruntled? I don't know. We should, we should Google good, that because let, we're live on the pl- internet. Let's not. No. Play in no. ran bill Google things. Define gruntled. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Uh, satisfied, pleased, and oh. contented. So yeah, it is the opposite of disgruntled. The oh, more just... you know. Interesting. Okay, well, I guess we should go ahead and get started uh, doing what we came here to talk about. What? We didn't come here to talk about vocabulary? We didn't. Uh, oh. This is not greetings from vocabulary land. This is greetings from uh, under, under Storybrook. Uh, so so uh, why don't we go ahead and uh, why don't you get started with the rhyming episode summary, Emery? Oh, and I didn't actually read that, did I? Okay. It's a surprise. It's a surprise for everyone. <laughs> Belle's father's kingdom is under attack. Ogres are coming and she won't do Jack. He's just cast on some magical arrows and hopes he'll put Rumple in damp barrows. A hero to Belle is concerned with compassion. It's hard when hopelessness is so in fashion. Her kill count takes up to greater than zero when she saves the life of her handsome hero. Her handsome hero! Yay! Yay! I love that part. Dawn, what'd you think? <laughs> overall? Yeah, over just an overall impression. Oh, well, okay. This was like, I got so lucky that this is the episode that you guys let me podcast with you because <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> excellent, excellent. It is always more fun when you like it versus when you're like, hatering, hatering! <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. I liked it up until the last minute or so. Yep. Like uh, the last minute yep. kind of like made me go, I, I feel another Canadian <laughs> bootleg coming. <laughs> I but- sense a Canadian bootleg in the air. <laughs> but Amory, what'd you think about it overall? Um, I liked it on the first watch through. However, on the second watch through, my likage went down a little. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. Usually, if anything, your likage goes up. My likage does usually go up. Um, yeah, I don't I mean, it wasn't bad. It was mm-hmm. nice to get a Bell episode. It was fun to giggle and go, you're so pregnant when they're covering it up. But they did <laughs> oh, such yeah, a better coat. job covering her up than they did with uh, Ginny Goodwin when she was pregnant. Yeah, that was just like a lot of bad close angles and stuff, wasn't it, that if was, I remember correctly? That was just – it was yeah. a bad jacket they chose for her. <laughs> this, they learned. They got like a maternity clothing person. Mm. So anyway. Definitely. You, you know one thing I'll say, and I didn't make it into my notes, but I felt like Robert Carlyle was really enjoying – playing the character again which i haven't yes. felt that, like that way in a long time yeah I, and it definitely felt like he was having a lot of fun yeah uh, doing his job you know his his I, well i have things on his but yeah it was it was definitely nice to see definitely, definitely. Yep. okay well i guess i'll go ahead and get into my first point here which i wanted to talk a little bit about a uh, rumple and merlin's prophecy yeah. uh, now I, i'd almost completely forgotten about merlin's prophecy uh because you know it's been last half season and it kind of fell on, on well the it's been so. about six months well i think when, <laughs> when we heard it uh, i think we were interpreting it that it was going to be emma well, and that that came and went yeah so, so you know, I'd completely forgotten about it, but I, I'm wondering, you know, could Rumple actually be the one who turns darkness into light? Uh, you know, in this episode, he shows he's willing to go there, uh, but not until he saves Belle and the baby. He's he's more than willing to lean into the darkness until he gets that done. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm wondering, you know, maybe maybe that's their true end game here. Maybe uh, 
maybe that's why they took the darkness from him last half season, only to give it back to him and seem like a complete character reset. Maybe it's so he, he can become the greatest hero of all. Interesting. Yeah, that that would make it a more much more compelling arc, and I, I I'd almost forgive them for what they did with Rumple in the mid season finale. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. I would, still think they they changed their mind. Like yep. they were gonna go that way. Yeah, they, got, they decided they, not to. <laughs> they got the bad fan reaction. <laughs> but that's the thing. I think that's completely their fault. People were pro Dark Swan. Mm-hmm. We were all about the Dark Swan. They just didn't actually go dark with it. They took so long to explain how she truly became the Dark Swan. Mm-hmm. Like, what was it? Like the episode before the mid-season finale or even was the mid-season finale before she had the costume change, and which bes- is like the sign. Yeah. And besides not letting Hook die, she never did anything all that dark either. She didn't do anything. Well, she was <laughs> controlling Merida, but... She had, she had, a, she had a really mean... <laughs> She had a really mean-looking hairdo. I loved it, though. <laughs> she looked awesome. That's all she did, though. She yeah, did. she really, basically, she rocked the costume. She did. Uh, you, you know, uh, speaking of prophecies, though, one thing that this kind of put me in mind of, I wonder, uh, you know, if Rumple ends up becoming this great hero, if this is going to be the true interpretation of the prophe- prophecy that he got from the blind seer back in the day, that the boy will be your undoing. Maybe these events that Henry set in motion uh, isn't going to cause his downfall. It's just going to cause dark magic's downfall and cause dark magic to be gone. Oh, you can literally take the boy will be your undoing to be anything. You can. And we have at this point. We have. It's been floating around so long. It's been around for like, what, four seasons or something? We we were like, it was about the Jabberwocky from Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It was about the little boy rabbit. One more thing I just wanted to mention real quick. I wonder, it kind of felt like the the mirror that Belle had in the flashback in this episode might have been a bit of foreshadowing. I'm wondering if maybe Belle could use that mirror to uh, verify uh, Rumpel's true intentions uh, moving forward. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if he, you know, says, hey, uh, yeah, I turned the darkness to light. I totally did. Mm-hmm. She can be like, I'm going to check you, fool. Uh, <laughs> You know, so I I'm going to check you fool. I am going to check you fool. That's my uh Emily DeRaven impression. <laughs> uh but uh I, I definitely uh think that's a possibility unless she doesn't care because she's going to take a a major dark turn, which I'm kind of hoping for and I'll talk about it a little bit later. Okay. Uh and I I also thought it was funny that he he was like, uh, you know, just let me use a little dark magic, you know, very much falling into that attic uh stereotype. Yeah. Uh, kind of like, yeah, just give me one more hit, man. Uh, one yeah. more hit uh, just to get me through till morning, and then I'll go to the methadone clinic. You yeah. Know? But, I enjoy that you use the full word methadone. Methadone? Versus just meth, like most people. Well, I th- they're different things. Are they? Yeah, methadone, I believe, is a – well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Here. It's, it's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> this is – Tangents, this, sparkly things. This is not greetings from the methadone clinic. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very magical clinic. Definitely. Donna, before we move on, did you have anything you wanted to add about Rumpelstiltskin? Um, oh, now I feel like I'm under pressure to say something. You but are. Don't, you um, absolutely you know, are. Okay, My well, finger's on the hang-up button right now. No hang-up button. I mean, like, all right, I've accepted. Yeah, okay, he's dark again. You know, I'm, I'm over the part <laughs> yeah. where I'm like, why did they do that? Like, we'll just go with it. And, and, and now they're telling me a good story, so that's good enough. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. You're, you're understanding about it. That's nice. That's nice. 
Okay, let's see here. Over here in the chat room, uh, let's see. Hope says, I don't like that they're offing the once a week characters. I want to see them stay longer and have those uh, repercussions uh, of the main cast actions. You know, I, I was actually, and this isn't in my notes, but I was thinking about this. What if uh, the heroes, you know, sending all these people to the great beyond and everything, and, and we see it kind of go back and forth here, but we see that it spawns a flower in Underbrook. What if eventually they, uh, they, they win the day and they bring life to Underbrook and everyone in Underbrook comes back alive or well, comes, back to, comes back to life, thereby meaning that they actually permanently killed all of the characters they sent to the great beyond to, you, you know, they, they, uh, they, they technically killed them because they brought everyone else who was dead back to life. So oh. those people can't come back to life now because they're often on that, their boat they're on a cloud or Olympus. Or Olymp- yeah. Because everybody has a different heaven. Yeah. Yeah. So it, j- just something that crossed my mind while I was watching the episode. Like maybe that's like the end game here. Maybe th- they bring everyone back. Everyone who's left in the, in the underworld by the time they're done anyway. Maybe that's why such big characters are all going to their, their great beyond. <laughs> uh, so they don't have to become series regulars and appear in once every Two six episodes. episodes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, well, now I have an understanding as to why Hercules had to go because he's on another show. <laughs> so... <laughs> No, there's that. Okay, moving right along. A little bit more rumple action for you. Mm-hmm. So he yells at Belle, you, so you get to judge, you know, with the... Blah, 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 let me try that again. One, two, back in. You get to be the judge of when the ends justify the means. When she's like, hey, can you magic this open after giving him a big long spiel that he shouldn't use his magic? Mm-hmm. Like, that was rude. Like it's it's fine when it's good for Belle. Yeah, exactly. Which is like I need to go in here, but you're breaking into his things. Um, it was just Belle was very my way or the highway in this episode, which I usually like. Mm-hmm. But she was being kind of snotty about it. <laughs> I felt she was being snotty, and that is not in her well typical character. I don't think to be terribly snotty. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what it was. Was using Rumple when it was convenient and fit her moral standard, but he wanted to use magic in his way <laughs> and to his moral standard. And she was like, "No, no, 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 mm-hmm. you can't do that." Yeah. That annoyed me. Yeah, seriously, who died and made Bell Queen? Oh wait, her mom. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> kind of true but her dad's still alive right oh uh, yeah her dad's still alive then yeah. she's probably not the queen because he's not. technically the king but no she never married gaston so okay anyway mm. um okay so let's see she did kind of get her just desserts because by using her means she pushed gaston into the river souls granted she was to save her husband so there is you know that uh, but it was quite convenient that the River of Souls is in the harbor, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> harbor of Souls. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, what if, what if somebody just wanted to go swimming and didn't know? Like, what if Henry's like, hey, I'm going to go do some laps and get a workout in because we're not doing anything else. <laughs> and then he's dead. <laughs> like, imagine if that would have happened sometime. I don't know. Just saying. Yeah, but you, I, I definitely enjoyed, though, that Rumpel kind of called Belle out on her hypo- hypocrisy there. Mm. Yeah, and uh, that's kind of been uh, the modus operandi for him this season. Is just uh, he's he's calling Belle out on everything mm-hmm. she's she's done. He feels wrong by her, and he feels that she's done wrong yeah. in doing so. And he's he's finally you know telling her why, and just, instead of just trying to scrape together the relationship, he's like, you know, if this is going to work, we need to be upfront with each other. 
I need to tell you what I have mm-hmm. wrong with you. You need you've told me what yeah. what the problems you have with me, and let's kind of move on from here. Yeah, I, Don, you wanted to talk a little bit about Bell too. By the way, your video went away. I don't know if uh, you can bring it back or not. If not, we have that lovely picture of you in the pink Power Ranger T-shirt. Yeah, that's probably better. <laughs> I have no idea how to bring the video back. I don't know where it went. Uh, there's like there should be like a if you wave over the Skype window, there's a little video icon. There click. does not appear to be one. Okay, well then we'll go with the the pink Power Ranger then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, oh, you I'm want... installing device drivers. Oh no, software. yeah, we don't need that. Skype's updating. Nice. Well, that's convenient. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> well, let's just talk about Bell until it decides to be cranky. Right. Well, okay. I was like. I agree with everything you said about Belle. Mm-hmm. So I don't want you to think I didn't. But at <laughs> but the same you're wrong. Rate, I was so happy to see Belle get her episode where we told they told her story finally. Right. This is what we've been waiting for since the introduction of Belle, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, at least I was. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> right. that we, Belle actually did stuff. Yes. She wasn't asleep. She wasn't babysitting. She yeah. wasn't doing whatever that was in the ice cave. <laughs> she was <laughs> acting like Belle. And I really liked that she wasn't just acting like Belle, but Rumpel was acting like Rumpel. And everybody was acting like themselves. And, and mm-hmm. even, even, well, Emma, she's got her issues. But like everybody she's got a was... truckload of issues. <laughs> she's got too many issues. No, didn't you hear her? She doesn't have any issues. Oh, Emma. I was really happy to see everybody acting true to their character. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the first time in a long time we've got an episode mm-hmm. where the characters were doing the sorts of things you would think they would do. Yeah. Uh, so so that was that was a victory as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, it totally made sense. And it was nice to get more Belle backstory. Um, I thoroughly enjoy her in that world mm-hmm. like we don't we haven't gotten we've gotten what two or three stories of her like ever so yeah. you know right seeing she's just ha- been hanging out like babysitting <laughs> and sleeping but they show her whatever she was doing with will which which nobody cares nope. about anymore <laughs> but we did that's they were the just thing. walking around holding hands well but that's the thing like we did care about that story we just never got it <laughs> Everyone cared about it. We just didn't get it. So we, I'm sure somebody out there wrote their own. Yeah, I still nice. want to know what he was doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who knows what he's doing now? Uh, yeah, I think What's he's on another. Show? Yeah, he's on another series now, isn't he? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it definitely did feel like. It's the first episode this half season that felt like an old episode. Like if it, yes. I enjoyed yes. it as much as I enjoyed, you know, some of the best episodes from season two, three, yep. four, uh, for sure. There was good episodes in season four. Yeah, yeah the, the, the entire author arc was. Oh, the good. author stuff that was yeah. season four. I, I had, some of that was good. They have all blended together into one. It's like season one and then the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my head has done. That's because we've only done the commentaries for season one. It's true. Maybe that's why. Season one and Ra- Racy Lacey in a couple more episodes. Lacey. But uh, let's see here. Over here in the chat room, uh, Angel T says, I do like that uh, he, being Rumpel, is actually being upfront about things now. Mm-hmm. Like in previous seasons, he would just constantly lie or other characters wouldn't learn the truth till later. But as soon as Bell showed up, he instantly told the truth. I did appreciate that. Yeah, and Amy P says I I I agree. Hope I don't not sure what Hope said, but uh um I, that she loves she cared about what happened with Belle and Will. Yeah, and then Amy says I I love the way that she kicked out of town but hated the fact that she took him back. Yep. Very very and you know Amy P is one of our our prolific rumbellers, mm-hmm. so I uh, take her word. As it is, for sure. Okay, Anne-Marie, yeah. uh, we're going to get back to talking more once upon a time. Yay! Before we do that, 
Uh, we should tell people about our Patreon, right? Yay! Yes. Hi, we have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash universe box. Yes. Um, it's a nice and simple way for you to make donations towards our fabulous podcasts. Greetings from Storybrooke, Legends of Gotham, and We're So Lost. We're So Lost, the Lost Podcast. The Lost Podcast, in case you weren't aware. Watch it again for the first time, because we're watching it for the first, first time. time. Oh, that's good. We should have recorded that for something. Yeah, definitely. Um, But you can start donations as low as 10 cents, and that's going to get you a whole barrel full of rewards, such as all of Bill's books for free. Um, depending on what you do donate, you'll get a handwritten letter from us. We'll sing you a song. Uh, mm-hmm. We throw a party. Well, a hangout, but it's kind of like a party because we all bring our own booze. Um, every week or every month, not every week. Too much recording. Yeah, which by um, the way, we do. We just did uh, one of those patron hangouts this past week or so. That goes out on the old Universe, Universe Box, Box feed, feed as yes. a podcast if you want to listen yes. to it in audio form. Yes. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Universe Box is great. We currently have 28 patrons uh, currently giving us uh, $124 a month. Woohoo! Which it's more, but they say that it's I don't more know why. And it's le- it, it varies every month. Yeah, they fudge the number now based on a bunch of weird stuff that we won't even get into here. Yeah. But we love all twenty-eight of you equally. Yes, except for number twenty-four, who Aww. we love just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Twenty. You know what? We love twenty-four a little bit more, and we love twenty-nine a little bit more. You could be number twenty-nine by you. going to Patreon.com/slash/UniverseBox and remember to think outside. Okay. So I guess we should get back into the main discussion. Dawn, it looks like your video is not back yet. Skype is not done updating. Yeah, it won't let me connect. It says that um, that we're not connected. <laughs> so Perfect. I thought I'd just leave it alone in case. Yeah, I just don't touch it. Connects. Yeah, so it doesn't dump you or something for sure. Okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, you know what, Dawn? We're going to change it up. We're going to let you take the next point here. Uh, we'll mix up the order here a little You're bit too. So me. Why don't you go down to your point F and uh, lay it on us? Oh, okay. You want me to, to yep. go down to my point, not to read your point. Yeah, don't read right. his point. <laughs> no, you take my point. I'll take your point. <laughs> Which would be hard because I want to talk about Lost and you haven't seen uh-huh. Lost yet. So. Not the entire thing. About half of the first season. <laughs> so – um. I left a really great voicemail for you guys that um, I'm guessing you're not going to play since I'm on, sh- I'm on the show. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, it got cut. It, I'm sorry. It was I, brilliant and concise, and I have no idea what I said. So, <laughs> oh, what was, was it? Uh, there was something about uh, a theory way or something like that. I, I, it, it, it was <laughs> hot a br- theory on theory action. Hot theory on <laughs> theory action. Just, like I've been theorizing over Lost since. Um, it's second season. Nice. <laughs> and, um, and so I'm still theorizing over laws. It's a habit that I can't break. <laughs> and um, one of my many lost theories uh, was that they didn't really like the way it turned out and that once it was kind of a do over because the shows have so much in common and so many common themes and, and mm-hmm. actors and uh, even some of the vague storylines. Like, well, I mean, the, the overarching theme of lost was redemption because all these people on the island kind of got a second chance on the island i, I don't mm-hmm. think that's spoiling it for you is it <laughs> i was no. just about to say let's watch where this goes <laughs> yeah well you guys are only like um what, halfway through season one right now yeah right so right. we're really early still so i don't know if you got that feeling yes yet. a bit a these, bit these people like i mean you know just enough of their backstories to know that maybe who they present themselves to be on the island isn't necessarily who they were before mm-hmm. definitely absolutely so there's this whole idea of redemption. It led a lot of people um, to theorize when they're about where you are now that that um, the lost island was um, purgatory. Mm-hmm. 
and the guys in charge were all all over the internet saying it's not part purgatory. It's not purgatory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that it's not purgatory huh. and it's not nanobots. And that was all the, all they would tell us. <laughs> so we theorized and we had loads of podcasts and we all got to know each other and we watched the show together for six years and we knew it wasn't purgatory but, um, <laughs> or nanobots. <laughs> so in this one, they they decided, no, it, it is it's purgatory. purgatory. It's straight up right, purgatory. Right, right. My, yep. my, second, my second loss theory was that it actually was supposed to be purgatory, but everybody figured it out so so early that they dropped it and, and had to write something else. So. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like once, which is kind of a do-over for Lost, they actually went to Purgatory this time, which is awesome, right? It backs up my theory that they're the same show. Yeah. <laughs> but one's on an island and one has a bunch of fairy tale characters. Well, you can definitely right. you can definitely tell that uh, they they they're they're having as much trouble letting Lost go as the viewers I th- are sometimes. <laughs> I, th- I uh, think so. Just because they've brought in so many cast members, yeah. and even up this past week, they did an interview where they were like, no, we're going to beat Lost. Like, we're going to have yeah. more seasons than Lost or something like that. So, like... There's, like, a... Yeah. They, a do-over. Like, the, the people in charge were like, you know, Lost didn't turn out like we wanted it to. Let's do this other show. <laughs> nice. I think, I mean, it, I think it always comes down to the creators because, so, Adam and Eddie's shows have so many, you know, actor crossovers and stuff like that. It's just, like, Sorkin shows. You yeah. can't, like, if you have an Aaron Sorkin show, you have at least half the same cast, just in different <laughs> roles. So, you know, I think that, you know, you just get used to who you work with and you know how they work and you know that they listen to you. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a little bit of it. But. but last week you guys were talking all about, like, how you were tired of the redemption arc. I'm so sick yes. of the redemption arc, yes. But, and we my want feeling a villain was arc. that the whole show is always about nothing but redemption. Yeah. So I, w- I was saying that Cruella, I think Cruella is a really interesting character, but for mm. me, she was a little off the mark because there, she was just criminally insane and they killed her mm. and nobody got her like mental help, yeah. which is what she needed. They just killed her. Yeah. I, I don't know what her unfinished business is, but I guess it's that she probably needs mental help because she's criminally <laughs> insane. She, <laughs> but she needs one more glass of gin. She does need some more ice cold gin. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I still think Cruella is like a little bit like lost. I mean, not oh, <laughs> I <don't> mean, uh, <laughs> all capitals like, lost. Uh, where she's off the mark. Where you know, are they going to re- redeem her or not? Or are they just like made her eyebrows black and <laughs> that's that she's just for comic relief now. The actress okay. needed some money. You, you know what I, I do like though is yeah. that last week we were complaining about the redemption arcs. We were like, what about a corruption arc? And that's here how, it is. Yeah, because. Uh, Gaston had had a complete uh, corruption arc because in his first appearance back in the day, mm-hmm. he he came off as oh uh, poor Belle's fiance. He got turned into a flower because he was trying to save her. He he seemed like a really good guy, unlike the movie character. Yeah. And then this episode, no, nope. he has evil glowy eyes in the magic mirror and everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, but the thing is, he he fooled me too. I thought he was going to be a good guy, mm-hmm. right? But he actually even addresses that that his downfall was that he tried to be like Belle, and she made him mm-hmm. um, weak, which is the character that we saw before. Yeah. So we saw the 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 end of it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, that's really good, and it, it leads me into my last point. And which, you're welcome. So I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, do my last point here. And that, uh, that's that I think that uh, Hell's Bell is completely full of herself. Uh, you know, uh, her belief that uh, Gaston's unfinished business was her, 
uh, shows that in a lot Full of, of herself. Yeah, in a lot of ways, she's just as nar- narcissistic, narcissistic as Rumpelstiltskin. You know, it, it's hard to believe that even after the flashback incident, she couldn't believe uh, – she still believed that Gaston was a great guy and, yeah. oh, he's just heartbroken because he lost me and everything. Uh, and like I said, you know, I'm glad they redeemed him. But I totally forgot that Rumpel never told Belle that he turned Gaston into a flower. And then didn't he make her like trim him up and yes. put her in the yes. put him in the vase? Yes. So, uh, and you know, as uh, you know, as Rumpel said, in the heat of the moment, uh, you do whatever it takes. Uh, but yet, Belle, uh, throughout a lot of this episode, seems like she's still holding a very moral high ground here. Right. And uh, you know, I, I I feel like the fact that she thinks that she knows what's right uh, over anybody else. Yeah. Uh, particularly someone who has a couple hundred years on her. Right. Uh, not that he necessarily knows what's right. But, you know, I, I, I think it, again, points to that whole narcissistic personality that Belle has. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm wondering, you know, with the push, mm-hmm. with finally, one, admitting to herself that she likes Rumpelstiltskin for him, mm-hmm. you know, for the monster and the man. She likes me. And the fact that uh, she she's uh, she pushes Gaston and, and kind of embraces her dark side a little bit when it counts. Like I'm wondering if this isn't going to be the beginning of Dark Bell. That would be lovely. Uh, you know, she she didn't even trust herself with Rumpel's dagger anymore. Like she she, she gave it back to him, like her handshaking. No, I can't, no. Just take well, she it back. was holding it when she pushed Gaston in the yeah. Yeah. So that's why. But I, I, I felt she was giving it away because she was like, oh, my God, what have I done? Like, no, I can't even hold this right now because I can't be in control of the dark one right now because, you know, I can be dark, too. Mm. You, you know, I, I kind of feel, you know, wherever they're going with this character, that this is going to make the character much, much more interesting. Again, already has, like we were saying, you know, it feels feels like old school once upon a time again i mean nice. it's just nice that she got to have an episode to do mm-hmm. uh, i just hope it doesn't like she doesn't completely drop off because after mm-hmm. this she's going pretty pregnant uh hope and unseen viewer both vote for hell's bell as the title of the episode that might be happening that, that might, might be, be happening, happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh but uh, uh oh yeah wh- what do you think don do you think uh bell's narcissistic or am i uh, uh am i full of smoke here no, I mean, I, yeah, she is, <laughs> but I don't, I don't even want to focus on that because, like, they usually they make her stupid and useless, and she right. wasn't in this episode, mm-hmm. and I liked seeing her actually do stuff and be a person. And, yeah, she was actually a character. She wasn't yeah. just like, mm-hmm. like, uh, she I, said I, what I, she wanted, and she mm-hmm. did things whether people liked it or not, and she made mistakes. Yep. Yeah. She was a human. Yeah. It's amazing how that works. For once. But she wasn't asleep. She wasn't asleep. <laughs> That's very true. That's very, it, it's very rare to have a, an episode with Belle being awake, awake. all the time. <laughs> you know, it's really surprising, too, especially considering she's pregnant. Pregnant ladies sleep a lot, you know? <laughs> Preach. Preach. I, she, she must be one of those weird people who doesn't crave p- pickles and stays awake all the time when they're pregnant. That happens. Yeah, it does happen. Those poor, sure. poor women. Mm. Okay, well, you wanted to talk about somebody else who has become a bit more of a character uh, in the past couple episodes, right, Emery? Which one? Emma. I, okay, well, I don't know because you're jumping all around. I didn't know which point I was allowed to talk about. I'm changing it up. I'm changing it up. I can't handle that. Okay, so Emma, I think the savior needs a little saving here, people. 
Um, she looks <laughs> – let me just go with this because this description made me happy. She looks like a college senior who's been awake all semester and still doesn't know if she's going to be able to finish or pass or even graduate. She looks 100% defeated and like she's about to go full Jesse Spano. I'm so excited on us. I'm so scared. I'm so, ex- oh. I'm so scared. <laughs> if you don't get the reference, you're too young. Go away. Um, no, not really. Mm-hmm. Um, but like – She's like, I feel like I failed everyone. This is a terrible plan. Like, <laughs> I'm wearing a baggy T-shirt that I don't know where it came from. <laughs> my hair is nasty and I have bags under my eyes. What? <laughs> like, she doesn't even look like she's wearing her own clothes, which, I mean, I guess they've been down there, like, who knows how long. Mm-hmm. She's not. That was one of my points. Like, I don't know where I put that. But... Oh, there's something about the jacket getting lost. Was that you? Why is she wearing a giant parka and a, an oversized <laughs> T-shirt? Like, yes. I thought maybe she was pregnant too. Like See, in real life, is the actress pregnant? No, not that I know. Not that I. Why they no. Why they dress her like that? Did <laughs> she wear a red leather jacket? Isn't that what Emma does? Yeah, like that's she, what she wore down to the underworld. Exactly. Exactly. Why? Not, I exactly. The maybe it, maybe it moved on to a better place. You know, maybe it did. Maybe <laughs> yeah, it went well, to Mount I, I Olympus. Noticed, like the, this episode, it was really distracting for me that they were all wearing winter coats and because black. They went to the underworld <laughs> and the shirts. With oh no my gosh! Yes. Yeah, that got me when. When, when uh, Zelina and Belle landed in the underworld last episode, too, that they landed in like a pile of snow. Like, it, it, that's like a thing, isn't it? Like, uh, it'll be a cold day in hell. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I didn't even catch that. Coldest underworld ever. Yeah. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Super weird. That's so weird, especially with all the rockets of steam everywhere that don't make any sense. Although as Flor- Florid- Floridians, Floridians. Uh, you know, s- snow is its own type of hell. <laughs> True story. <laughs> that we moved away from. That we did move away from. Okay. What else? Right? Yeah, she looks awful. And she I don't know af- why they made her. Why? Well, <laughs> like, is there a reason that she should look terrible and doubt herself? It was it sort of leads me to my next little bit. When was the last time any of these characters slept other than the five minutes that Emma just passed out on a roof? Like this might be one of my biggest pet peeves with television shows. I'm mm-hmm. not sure why. I can't let it go. Like y'all, they have to sleep. Well, it, it's this show in particular because generally once a season gets rolling, there's no there's... like time in between the episodes. It's kind of like it just keeps rolling. Yeah. For for a lot, I, I can't function. Um, and it's like, did Regina magically make like a five hour energy potion that just actually lasts for weeks? <laughs> mm-hmm. And they're all like crashing real hard. Like Emma's crashing. She's done. Like her energy drink wore <laughs> off. She's done and ragged. And like her and Hook don't really seem like who they were in Storybrooke in Camelot. Um, they're barely like acknowledging each other. They're fighting all the time mm-hmm. and more like quippy fighting, but fighting. Well, Is this know. what happens when you date someone who's dead? Sorry, that got loud. I, no, but it's he's okay. dead. Like, uh, but, but I mean, <laughs> look, look at Hook though. Cause he, he was, uh, super cynical about everything about, you know, you know, we, maybes and have tos and this and that. But then mm-hmm. when Emma said it, he was like, okay, I can get behind that. Yeah. You know, so I mean, he was he was supportive of her. I, I know. It just seems very, I don't know. I just, mm-hmm. I just they're not who they were. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just because Emma is so Jesse Spano right now. Yeah, I, I do see over in the chat room, uh, they, they're talking a lot about my uh, diagnosis of Bella's narcissistic. Uh-huh. There, there's two different types of narcissism. There is the clinical disorder and there's the character trait. I was talking about the character trait, not the mm-hmm. clinical disorder. That's a whole different thing. 
Yeah. That's a whole different thing. But the character trait, I think, they'll completely exhibit. Yeah. And Rumpelstiltskin does, too. Like, uh, you know, so it, just saying. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Emma, Emma's getting kind of mopey. I did like that she finally... I think it's the first time any of the heroes have called their plans terrible. And, I mean, they're kind of right. It is terrible. It they terrible should have never plan. gone down to the underworld. I'm sorry. <clears throat> dead is but, dead. But she should have thought – I mean, all those things she said were true, but you think they would have come up before they went to the underworld. <laughs> or that they'd been there a week and a half and they're like, oh, can we just go home? This I want my own bed. This is, this is awful. How do we get out of here? Hey, let's go to hell and save the guy who wanted to be dead. Nothing bad will happen. Leave, leave the babies. It'll be fine. Leave the babies. <laughs> okay, wait. Before we go to that, I have one more thing that I didn't really have anywhere to fit – Okay. Okay. I was bringing it back to my head because I was sort of stalling. Um, okay. So Belle says something about when she was talking to Hook that when his brother moved on, it hurt Hades. Mm-hmm. When did Belle talk to Hook? She hasn't talked to any of them. No, she's she's talked to them in a little bit, hasn't she? No. Cause, no, because she came around and told them about the baby. Did she? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Because that really. Yeah, because that's why they went looking for the baby. Or no, when they went looking for the baby, they found Belle. Okay. Oh, yes, they had to have. Okay, because I was just sitting there going, I do not, for the life of me, remember a scene with Belle and these other characters. They had lunch at Bizarro Grannies. Everybody has lunch at Bizarro Granny. <laughs> she knows what they're eating, though. Nice. nice. So there's that then. I guess that was uh, pointless. Uh, well, you know, uh, Emma's uh, kind, kind of behavior in this episode uh, brings something to mind that, that I kind of noticed. Yes. Uh, you know, is that the rise of cynicism among all of the main characters in the show. Yes. You know, the heroes are all becoming, becoming cynical and hopeless, which is, in a lot of interpretations, that's what hell or purgatory is supposed to do. It's supposed to kind of sap your will from you to where... You know, there, there's torture, there's, you know, you know, madness, all that kind of stuff. There's fire, there's brimstone. But there's also the sense of hopelessness that this will never end. Yeah. And in in that case, I think Hades is doing his job really well here. Mm-hmm. I mean, he seems like he's kind of scared that he's going to lose. But I think he might be just playing that way to give them a little bit of hope to snatch it away to bring them down even deeper. Mm. I mean, you know, as you mentioned, Emma is lost after realizing uh, she screwed up by not listening to Neil. Yeah. And but could they really have turned around at that point? I think they, they could were have already turned, on the boat. They could have turned around as soon as they got there. That's true. They could have because they still had the boat. Definitely. Uh, you know, uh, Belle uh, dams Gaston to the River of Lost Souls. Uh <sighs> Regina makes a very cynical, I thought, emotional appeal to her sister to eke out information, Mm -hmm. causing Zelina to become even more cynical when she realizes her sister doesn't care and is just using her, pumping her for information, you know? And the only one, I think, out of the whole group who doesn't seem more cynical now is Snow. But wasn't she supposed to stop giving inspirational speeches? Wasn't that a big thing a couple episodes ago? I'm going to stop being uh, hope speech and I'm going to start being more kick butt snow yeah you know? but uh, you know snow white was always pretty hope speechy too yeah I maybe guess. it's just the fact that it's not sappy and not followed up mm-hmm. because now this time she's like all right i'm gonna come with you and emma's like no you can't come with me she's like no no i'm coming with you so like mm-hmm. before she'd have just been like okay i'm out i'll go over here <laughs> So thankfully she's not doing that anymore. But, you know, I, I do see one character coming out of cynicism soon enough, and that's Selena. Because I, I think I think she has just not been wanting to admit mm-hmm. that someone could love her. And she kind of 
she was feeling a bit of warmth from the main cast of characters last episode. So she was like, well, maybe I don't have to, you know, see if Hades is being legit or not. Uh, right. Even with his creepy stalkerism, you know, the crazy ex-boyfriend Stalker! kind of thing. I, but, <gasps> you, you know, I definitely, uh, I think when she gets that rose, I think the, the spark kind of comes there for her. And she's like, okay, maybe I can try this. Uh, you know, I, and I don't think that's going to bode well for our cynical heroes. I feel like if Hades and Zelina get together, mm. that it, it's going to spell nothing but doom for everybody except maybe Zelina's baby. Uh, oh, that's true. You know, speaking of Zelina's baby, what was the deal with Regina giving Zelina the basic location of the baby in, in their conversation? Because what wasn't part of the reason Robin yes. took the baby to the woods to hide the baby from Zelina too? Now Zelina knows the rough location yep. where the baby is. And plus, you, you know, yeah. I, I... See? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if he's anywhere in the underworld, Hades probably knows anyway. But, exactly. So, so the like, one person who didn't know who wasn't supposed to know now knows, thanks to Regina's big mouth. Like, legitimately, he was probably safest in the apartment where everyone lives mm -hmm. because there was other people there. Yeah. Off in the woods all by himself. He's like, I can defend my child. How? How are you going to, like, use a bow and arrow while holding a newborn? Against the god of the underworld. Yes! Yeah. Exactly. And they're not these special magic arrows that Hades has. Exactly. They're he, just normal arrows. He, did he do his blue hair thing in this one? He did. Okay. Yeah. He did when he, he when he propositioned Gaston. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. It was the proposition hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always okay. like when he approaches somebody for something, he blue hairs <laughs> and like shakes his locks for everyone. Yeah, but I I, I do feel like that's going to uh you know come bite back and the bite books. them yeah in the end mm -hmm. uh, definitely i you know they're talking about pan in the chat room where is pan exactly well i don't know because um you know at the beginning of this episode we had rumple looking at his pan like was he gonna summon his dad mm -hmm. and be like yo like yeah i can't whistle mm -hmm. uh <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know what he's gonna where is pan i don't know i don't know that's like the he, was, he was done filming heroes reborn by this point like mm -hmm. what's going on man come back i don't know maybe he slipped up to storybrook when they weren't looking no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, Dawn, you had a bunch of random points here at the end. I, I'm, I'm going to give you the floor. Go through um, your random points and we'll discuss them. Random points. Well, I guess we talked about Emma already. A little bit. Yeah, we did. Uh, a little bit. Do we uh, want to talk about Ruby yet? Oh, we can. We can talk a little bit no, about talk, Ruby. Give me a minute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want, you know, what? Hope already in the chat room had talked about how she wants these new characters to stay on longer. But I'm like, I don't want any new characters. <laughs> I don't want any new characters at all. Yeah. These ones mm -hmm. they bring on for like one or two episodes. Mm -hmm. they, like it's, It makes me mad because I, I only want to know what the main cast is doing and I don't care about anybody else anymore. Yes. I, I kind of agree. Like, I don't mind having them there, but they shouldn't be the focus of the episode. Like, it's becoming, like, Law & Order SVU. Mm -hmm. uh, we Hercules bring up made me really mad. I guess you guys liked Hercules, but I did not like Hercules. Oh, <laughs> really? We loved Hercules. I did not like Hercules at all. You, I, I, I liked... Merida was infuriating. Like, well, yes. Yes. So yes, Merida was infuriating. <laughs> and, and why? Like, we don't... We, we don't need... Like, don't we... You just brought the whole cast to... The underworld, you don't have a story to tell with them, really. <laughs> you, you can bring back all these characters we haven't seen in forever and give them like a nice forever. little story or an arc. 
you know, like uh, Liam could have had like a whole couple episode arc. The yes. Blind Witch could have a new something focus or something like that. Instead, you're you're throwing in a new character. Like they're every throwing week in everything yeah. they can, so that they can like help him along the way to the next place. Like it's saved by an angel or whatever, or like some <laughs> touched yeah. by an angel, touched by an angel. Yeah, with Michael <laughs> Landon. To, yeah. The no, yeah, Touched by an Angel was uh, Della Reese, and then Highway to Heaven was Michael Landon. Yeah. Uh, it's all the yes. same story, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, yeah, I like mean, they've changed the whole the whole premise of, of the show into the into Highway to Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> like, I kind of with the new characters. I don't know if we need to keep bringing in new characters. Let's just revisit the characters we already have mm-hmm. and get a story. Tell, those, tell us what they're doing. Right, we've seen forward. enough people die on this show. Like, tell us their story right. or get us out of the underworld. Mm-hmm. Like they're, uh, I don't know what they think they're gonna do when, how or they're gonna be Hades and what that's gonna do for them. I think I said this last week. Like that's yeah. gonna mess up the balance of like life, mm-hmm. kind of like yeah. I got he the has his place. I got the impression they were supposed to be out of the underworld by now from uh, preseason spoilers and stuff. Oh like really? That. Yeah, but I guess. So why did they drag it on? I don't know. Maybe I, don't I, know. I liked I like getting um the uh, Regina's dad's story that was like. You know, it filled in a little missing piece, and I thought that was nifty. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, most like I mean, I I know you like Hercules, but I did not like Hercules, and <laughs> yeah. I felt like it was wasting my time because I tuned in to see, you know, how how are my people going to get out of the underworld, and they're not even trying. That <laughs> yes, that's the thing is they're not even trying to leave; they're just trying to help all these other people. They're not helping themselves. Mm-hmm. Like it's like they want to stay there, and you know what? If Belle and Rumple would like to raise their baby in the underworld, can we fix their names on the stones and move on with our lives? Well, see, right, I, and they got an apartment already. Exactly. So. <laughs> see, I, I'm starting to think that that whole dynamic is is part of the whole like cynicism that I, I mentioned earlier and the hopelessness, like. Oh. It, it, it's it's not that the characters aren't motivated. It's that hell is working exactly as intended, which is causing them to lose their motivation. It's not they're personally unmotivated <laughs> to get back. It's okay, just, I'll buy that because that explains like why Emma looks terrible and is all doubting herself. And yeah, like yeah, it's all like the magic of the underworld. Definitely. Okay, and you wanted to talk about the return of a character right at the end of the episode too, right, Don? Yeah, well, yes. you know, I, I, you guys uh, probably did the same thing I did, right? And you're like, uh, you watched the fishnets go by, yes. and like, is Ruby mm-hmm. down there? And yes. then she was! Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I got really excited. It sounds like you guys weren't as excited as I was. We're not so excited. Well, I, I because th- her last appearance was in the Canadian bootleg. Yeah, yeah. So... And I, I, think, I think we just saw that episode when we saw... Ruby. Yes, and Ruby I appeared. Like, I was like, no. I was like, oh, no. like, and it, it does. The, the promo for next week kind of felt almost like a Canadian bootleg. Like it's yes. going to be like separate from everybody oh. else, a completely oh. separate. It's story a whole new adventure. story. Yes, yeah. which worries yeah, well, me. It's very worrying. I mean, I'm not like. I, I loved <laughs> Ruby like in the beginning mm-hmm. and I was all about her, but like bringing her back and trying to tell like a different story about her. And I'm not really excited about that, but it was good to see her back. And I think mm-hmm. she's going to be reunited with this gang. Like, and like maybe, maybe they'll tell yeah. us a story we want instead of a story we don't want. Mm-hmm. Or sing I, us I, a story we want. Sing us a story. Sing <laughs> us a rhyme. Very appropriate um, song for <laughs> Exactly. I kept humming it. So wait, going with Ruby though, 
Where did she get the cloak? Like, where did, um, was the cloak just there? Like, she was a wolf when mm-hmm. she came. She didn't have the cloak. Maybe it came over in the cyclone, too. That's the only way, and that's how they're going to sell it, so never mind. But yeah. that just bothered the heck out of me. I was like, what? Oh, we're in the middle of the underworld, and suddenly Ruby's cloak is just laying here? I, I think oh, we all have to agree, no. though, that Selena's involved somehow, right? Did you not watch the preview? You watched the, the I, I watched preview. the I, – I mean, as I far as – I didn't see the preview. You didn't? We saw her confronting Ruby, but I, I mean involved in bringing Ruby to the underworld somehow. Like, Because we still don't know how Selena got the storybook. Yeah. From Oz. So yeah. I, I, maybe, maybe you know, they hopped oh, a cyclone. No. Merritt is coming back, too. Yeah, well, oh. yeah, that's been the rumor. That's no, been the rumor. she's <laughs> posting stuff from filming on Instagram. She's, like, easily the worst part of the show overall. <laughs> See, but so, I actually like her character. I don't she's think just they not gave written her... well. No, she's not written well at all. She is exactly what that character should be. She is, like, the physical embodiment of what I pictured that when I saw the movie. I like Amy Manson as Merida. I do not like what Once Upon a Time did to Merida. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that just got really emotional, didn't it? it? Well, it's okay. It's okay. It's the Canadian bootleg. It's supposed to get emotional. Bootleg. Okay, but, you know, to end on some other emotional stuff, Amory, yeah. you wanted to wrap up oh, here. Oh, you're going to let me go back to that point that I thought you were just skipping? No, I'm, I'm skipping around. I'm skipping Don't around. Don't do uh, that again. Regina around. and Zelina, go. All right. So oh, yeah, it's good. Regina it's good. and Zelina, I actually think... <laughs> They have a potential sisterhood friendship thing happening. Yes. Like, I think if Regina wouldn't have leaned in so hard and quick as to what um, Hades um, weaknesses, which, of course, it's because the show is only an hour long and we can't drag this out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the there was more potential. If they'd have literally just sat there, had a croissant and a coffee, and talked. And, like, they've both lost so much, you know, over time. Yes, there's been jealousy here, there, and everywhere, but they could probably get past it. People have gotten past worse. Mm-hmm. Um, But I think the fact that Regina exploited the opportunity to try and find out Hades' weakness that I think there's still a little tinge of possibility. Mm-hmm. I think it's all going to figure out what happens with pistachio. Yes. It's yes. all about baby pistachio. I think that Zelina showed like a moment of hum- humanity there. Yeah. And I'm saying that she's on the road to redemption. I just know it. You mean Zelina? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What did I say? You said Regina. I was like, she, she's <laughs> quote unquote redeemed. Zelina, I'm all for redeeming Zelina because it's it's so it's like it's gonna be so hard for yeah. them to make that work, mm-hmm. and I want them to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it can go two ways. Either either Zelina gets with Hades and nothing doing, yeah. or we're we're gonna see it happen. Although you know, her and Hades originally hooked up. You know, trying to do a time travel spell. Maybe Hades oh, will do a time no. travel spell go back in time and make it to where like they grew up as sisters or something. And maybe then they'll have a really good sisterly relationship. Well, I'm sure they would if they grew up as sisters. And uh, Bobby in the chat room uh, (laughs) says, apparently I'm the only one who will defend the Canadian bootleg or apparently I'm the sole defender of the bootleg. And Hope says, says, Bobby, Knight Defender of Canadian Bootlegs. (laughs) Excellent. I've got an evil sister in real life and and, uh, (laughs) – We've never been able to make it work, but I, I really have hope for Regina and Zelina. I see so much of me and my sister in, in like that little conversation that they had Aww. there. Because that's exactly how it always goes. <laughs> like, where there's moments where you think you connect and then you don't. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, at least it'll be realistic then. Yeah, it, I mean, it actually rang true to me somehow. <laughs> 
Very nice. nice. Very nice. Okay, so I guess it's come time now uh, after at the 50-minute mark. Uh, <laughs> so we talked a lot tonight is what you're saying. Yeah, we did. It's yeah. okay, though, because we, we have been talking a lot with guests. But it's nice because we have great guests like Dawn on who we haven't talked to in forever. Yeah, I so. know. It's nice because then we get their perspective on really the whole season as a whole. Mm-hmm. Anyway, continue. Definitely. And I, I'm going to post this in the chat room, too, so everyone can vote on it. Mm-hmm. Tonight's arbitrary scale. Let's see here. Out of 3,766 rumple dummies, Jesus. how many rumple dummies do you give this episode? Anne-Marie, we'll start with you. <laughs> 3,766 um, rumple dummies. 3,472 and a pinky. I'm surprised. Why so high? I have no idea because the number threw me off and I tried to be creative, okay? <laughs> um, I liked it. I didn't like it. There was good. There was bad. I'm really not excited for next week. Let's just get out of hell. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, this is where I'm at now. Like, wasn't there a point where like a few seasons ago where we we're like, can we just move on? Mm-hmm. And then oh, I think it might have been Frozen where it's like, just just, just go. <laughs> just, just stop. Just let it go. Let it go. Let, let it, it go. go. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. sorry. That was really bad. That was uh, really bad. Don, save us. Uh, out of 3,766 <laughs> Rumple Dummies, how many Rumple, Rumple Dummies do you give this episode? I want to say, like, um, how about 3,666 because we're, we're in the underworld. <laughs> that's perfect. No justification needed. That's, I, that, awesome. that's it. We don't need to hear why. I mean, that number <laughs> says enough on its own. Good job, Don. <laughs> Good job. Okay, let's see here. Over in the chat room, uh, we have uh, Bobby with uh, 3,758 Rumple Dummies. Amy P. says uh, 3,500 Rumple Dummies. I liked it for Gaston, uh, Gaston, but not for Rumple. Uh, Hope (laughs) gives it 3,600 Rumple Rumple Dumplings. No, Rumple Dummies. No Dumplings. And one cup of bubble tea. (laughs) That will accept. Oh, she corrected in the next thing. Yeah, and uh, then uh, Unseen Viewer says an even 3,000. It was an okay episode. Progression for Rumple Stiltskin and Belle. I uh, did not like the Emma and company plot. A bit interested in Ruby's adventure in Oz. And Monica gives it 1,800. Did you just say Monica? No, I said Monica. Oh, okay. Uh, 1,883 Rumple Dummies. Uh, Mad just don't care about this episode. Nice. Uh, the harshest Rumple Dummy. Of all. Yeah, definitely. And By Angel, far. T, Angel T gives it 3,570 and a wig. Nice. I did like uh, quite a bit about this episode. I like the backstory with Belle and Gaston, and I'm interested to see what they're going to do uh, with the whole Belle and Rumple thing now. Mm-hmm. And finally, Zelina Fan 149, who might be a new person in I our chat. I think they are. Or uh, newish. Uh, 3,000. 50 rumple nice. dummies and i hope i never have to say rumple dummy again because it's really hard to say rumple over, dumplings. And over and over again can we just go with dumplings uh no no but uh, i want a dumpling if we set the precedent that people can change the no, scale anytime they want we can't we will get we had issues last night we will get a thousand new scales every every episode <laughs> okay dawn we want to thank you so much yes, for joining thank us you, tonight. thank you thank you oh thanks for having me it was awesome why, why don't you tell people where they can find you online uh i'm dawn war all one word dawn o-w-a-r um <laughs> everywhere facebook twitter um instagram whatever you got don't Tumblr. you have don't you have a blog too? Yeah, that's uh, Dawn'sLife.com. That's my Tumblr, actually. But, oh, um, okay. But it has a domain name, so it's it's all legit. It's a legit. Yeah, I love domain names. <laughs> I'm Dawnawar.com too, I think. Nice. <laughs> nice. nice. Where, well, uh, you can read about me going to see heavy metal shows and walking my cats on leashes. 
do you no, take you the cats don't. to do, do you take the cats to the heavy metal shows? No, cats don't like heavy metal that much. No. You know that is true. That is true. I, I did read that in my cat cyclopedia. Your cat cyclopedia. My cat cyclopedia. <laughs> okay, uh, Dawn. Thank you so much. We love you. Yes, thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank me. Thank it was you. great. And we'll look forward to your week late voicemails going forward. All right. Okay. <laughs> bye. Yay. Bye. Uh, I loved having Dawn I on. I know. I missed so her. Nice. It, it's been so long. Yeah. It's been so so very long. And now, on to the news. News. First up, the ratings. Uh, Once Upon a Time, I got a 1.2 in adults, 18 to 49, and was adjusted up a tenth of a point. Still yes. pretty low from the high plane. Like, what were we... We, we were in like the threes last season, weren't we? No, I thought we were in the threes. Well, then that is first. a massive jump, drop. And yeah. you know why we were? Because last season in the beginning was frozen. Very true. Very That's true. why it was such a big thing. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, and we've stated this on both of our fan casts before, but it is true. Uh, TV ratings are down across the board because I think it's really obvious. Like, if you have stations like the CW who renewed everything, like. A month or two out from finales, like, I think you're going to – that's just – they're accepting that ratings are a lot lower now, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. Is that weird? Yeah. A little well, bit? I, th- I think Mr. the thing is – Mr. I work in TV. What does that mean? <laughs> um, I can't say officially. No, no, um, <laughs> no. but I think, I think a lot of people are realizing that, uh, y- you know, people are watching on the web. Yeah. People are watching later on on DVRs and stuff like that. So – Ratings are down, but they're down across the board. So it still equals out to about the same thing. Yeah. And they are t- starting to take, uh, you know, online viewing a lot more seriously. They yeah. have to. They absolutely have to take online mm-hmm. into consideration. So. And I will say Donna War is in the chat room now. Yay! Awesome. Yay. Okay. And now we're going to watch uh, the uh, preview for next week, Ruby Slippers. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what, what they have cooking for us here. Okay. We have uh, the three amigos from the Canadian bootleg. No, that's not the three oh, amigos. Oh, no. That's not that's the three Warrior Dorothy. Warrior Dorothy. Yes, because now with Warrior Dorothy. Yes, it's the two amigos and Warrior Dorothy. And some flying monkeys. Glad to see those. Those characters I'm glad to see back. Yeah, we're good. It's gonna be a lot of Oz. And a lot of Zelina and Hades, and Hades making that face. Is his hair gonna turn blue? I don't know. Maybe. He was talking to them in Granny slash the Blind Witch's Donner Diner, Diner. though. Like the one thing you might want to turn that off before it starts playing again. That's um Oh, you know, we, we didn't even show that on screen. That's fine, though. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Lovely. Um, shoot. Oh, Re- no, not Regina. Zelina says something about um, being scared for when they find out what she did to Red. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that ought to be it. slightly interesting, at least. Definitely. Definitely. It makes uh, me so mad because I really like the actresses who play all these characters, and it's just no. I'm really nervous. Yes. I I want to say cautiously optimistic, but uh, yeah, it, it, very nervous. Could yeah. be exciting. I don't know. Yeah. We'll we'll see what happens. But you know what? When that episode airs, we definitely want to hear what you think about it. And you know, since we don't record on Monday nights anymore, you don't have to run. But maybe you should. You can take your time. Le- you know, leave your babies up there in Storybrooke. Leave the babies. They'll be fine. Do not take Those the babies. Blue down. fairy totally isn't evil. She'll take care of your baby. Don't shady, worry about it. Shade of blue. Just go down to the blind witches, get a tuna sandwich, and then email us. Greetings from Storybrooke at gmail.com. Tweet us at GF Storybrooke. The Facebook is Facebook.com slash greetings from Storybrooke. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. 2352 and as usual we're going to start start off with Bobby take it away Bobby Bobby 
Stewart. The uh, defender of the Canadian bootleg. Or the knight of the bootleg. Knight of the defending hey bootleg. Hey, guys, it's Bobby. Hey. hey. We all know that the show has been floundering for the last season or two, uh, which <laughs> is a shame because at its best, what I love about this show is that it can use like fantasy and literary characters to make us think about real life situations. Um, you know, redemption. Who among us is beyond redemption? Is is anyone beyond redemption? Me. Uh, just how far is too far? Mm-hmm. Uh, good, good, dark light. Uh, is anything in real life really that cut and dry? Um, sometimes the ends do justify the means. And how far are you willing to go? Yeah. It makes you think about, you know, makes you put yourself in that situation and make you think, you know, what would I do? And, and it garners conversation among you know, my family, me and my kids after we watch the show among us in the chat room. And mm-hmm. that's what I love about this show. And <laughs> that's what really makes it a shame that over the past season or two that it's become what it has. Mm-hmm. But it's so I don't even know how to feel about it. And, you know, I really loved last night's episode, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I love it, but it also reminds me of what this show could be or should be. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So anyway, uh, arbitrary scale, um, lost souls in the river of souls. I will give it, uh, uh, out of 47, I'll give it, uh, 42. I really love this. You know what? 44. I really love this episode, but like I said, it also made me remember and realize just what this show can be. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, mm-hmm. that's the thing, too. And up until that last minute when we got kind of hints of the Canadian bootleg, mm-hmm. I, I definitely I, – I felt like it, it felt like old-timey once. And like I said, you know, even down to the actor's performance, Robert Carlyle yeah. seemed like he was having a really fun time playing Rumpel. He where, actually cared about what he was doing. Where he's kind of been – it's felt phoned in uh, the past several episodes, definitely. Yeah. But, okay, uh, next up we have a, a new caller – Andrea, take it away, Andrea. Hi, Bill. Hi, Anne Marie. Hello. Andrea from Los Angeles. Andrea, also, sorry. I'm the one on Twitter who said, as a rumbeller, I will be doing rumbell squeals. So <laughs> here they are. Yeah. Not a squeal. Okay. This is yeah, a squeal. More of a whispered. This is a squeal. Her handsome hero. It was great. Love the fact that rumbell were working together. You know, being honest with each other and using magic together, figuring out how to solve the problem. Of their baby, and I love the ending where you know they got rid of that nuisance cast on. <laughs> um, okay, that's all I wanted to say. Bye. But wait, <laughs> there's no Anne Marie. This is Andrea from Los Angeles again, the Ron Butler. <laughs> and I have two more points to make. I forgot to add one. The important part was Bill realized that there was not a black and white view of the world. That there are uh, shades of gray, and two, the Snow White has short-term memory because how could she say that uh, everyone wanted to come down to the underworld? No snow, no. Everyone did not want to come down to the underworld in case you've forgotten your daughter by no level to get down there. So either she has short-term memory or the words. Okay, that's all I have to say. Love your podcast and um, can't wait to listen. Uh, this week's episode. Bye. Thank Yay! you very much. Thank uh, you. Always nice to hear from new people. We have a bunch of letters. There's from new a lot of new too, people so. this week. It's fantastic. Or at least as far as we remember. Yeah. <laughs> so new. if you're not new, sorry. It's... Okay. 
we're tired. But uh, before that, uh, we have one more voicemail from an oldie but a goodie, Tim. Take it away, Tim, Tim. Unseen Viewer. Hello. Hello. Hello, Anne-Marie. This is uh, Tim, uh, also known in the chat as Unseen Viewer. And uh, I just happen to have a little bit of a song to describe her Ooh. handsome hero. <laughs> No one lies like Gaston, has red eyes like Gaston. No one gives you a no-go surprise guy like Gaston. Too bad Bell pushed him into the soul river. My, what a guy that Gaston. Yeah, I know. That was um, awesome. I could not think of I, I, I stopped him. Uh, no, I, I really wish I had listened to these beforehand. because That, that would have to- just been the opening. Yeah, we totally would have played that like right up around the Patreon read. But go ahead, Tim. God, God, awesome yeah. job. So with the verses, um, but uh, let's talk about the rest of the episode. Okay. So uh, I, I'm trying very hard not to say anything, but uh, Emma's uh, dream foreshadowing, you know, surprise. <laughs> uh, let's just say that uh, the lost writers may be <laughs> familiar with that, and that's all I'll say. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Poor Ruby. How did Ruby die? What happened to Ruby? I love her so much. Um, Also, Regina's girl talk with Zelina. Yeah, love that. Absolutely Uh love that. Uh, Does Regina want Zelina to be with Hades? Maybe. Okay. So Mm -hmm. those are my thoughts. Bye. Thank you very much, Tim. Thank you so much, Tim. That song was awesome. You know what? Actually, I'm going to declare it right now. Normally, at the beginning of the audio version uh-huh. of the podcast, I put a little clip from the episode. Yeah. Nixing it. Tim's song. Going right up front yes. before us. Thank you, Tim. That was awesome. Okay, you want to read this letter here? <clears throat> sure. Dear Greetings from Storybook, this is the first season I've listened to your podcast, and I thought it would be awesome to join in the conversation. Yes. Yes, it is awesome. Thank you, Kristen. Um, I loved this episode. I thought it was interesting that they had Bell push Gaston into the lake, but I could tell that it was coming – to that because she wouldn't let Rumble do it and Hades seemed pretty adamant that Gaston wouldn't be moving or won't <laughs> be moving on. Um, also, I'm a big shipper of Captain Swan. So Yay! The, boo. So this episode was cute to watch because Hook believes and supports Emma in ways that only Neil did. Um, and that ending made me want to watch the episode, the next episode right away. I love Red and I'm excited to see her and Mulan in action again. I'm wondering if Red and will be Mulan's new love interest. Um, what do you guys think? I Thank think you that's very- reasonable. I think it's reasonable, but we also have Warrior Dorothy. Yeah, that's true, too. And Merida, because really, at this point, it's just a group of... It's a gaggle of girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and look forward to listening to your podcast throughout the rest of the season. Kristen. Thank you, Kristen. Yes, thank you very much, Kristen. Uh, Matt C. over on YouTube uh, pointed out th- that uh, he, he knows... Uh, he says, I know the James Wood version of Hades in the Disney films was based on slick-talking car salesmen and Hollywood agents. Pretty sure that's what Once Upon a Time version is going for, too. A bit. Very, a bit. very agreed matt uh I let's can read see it. okay you can read it all right <laughs> you're like that's really long um hi villain and marie i want to start with a round of applause to the actor who played gaston this is from jessica by the way yeah sorry uh this actor did a way better job than the last one plus mm-hmm. he has much more chemistry with emily de raven absolutely i love the flashback flashbacks between gaston and bell and seeing how gaston became a villain since we saw his red eyes in the mirror 
The thing that Belle kept saying was that she wanted to help Gaston move on. So on, I'm guessing to the better place. But since they made him a villain, doesn't that mean he would go on to a worse place? True. Um, it it was well, she. She was assuming he was a good guy. She even, but she should have known he wasn't because he had the red eyes and the glowy mirror. red eyes, glowy yeah. red eyes. And well, she was. Yeah, engaged she conveniently to him. forgot that. We won't even, can we not get into that? Okay, one? let's get back um, to that. <laughs> it was nice to get that shout out to LeFou. That was fun. Uh, but I wish we didn't, we could have seen it in the episode. I mean, how fun would that have been? Uh, I think that Zelina and Regina moment was the best moment of this whole episode. Maybe they did it since it was National Sibling Day on Sunday. That's actually really funny if possible. <laughs> um, but it was great to see them acting like scissors. <laughs> sisters for the first time even though regina only did it to find out haiti's weakness but regina if you're hiding baby hood i don't think it's a good idea to say that she is with robin in the woods yes thank you thank you thank someone agrees with me uh, I noticed that the theme was Dark Bell, which is something I wanted to see since season four. But the question is, how will she deal with that? Wait, deal with the pushing of Gaston into the River of Souls. Someone needs to tell, teach Bell that Rumpel can never change. She gave him four chances, and the result is the same. Even when Rumpel told Bell that he promises that he won't do anything to Gaston, and I was screaming, "Don't trust him!" Though she was sneaky by kissing him to take the dagger. That was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, why doesn't Hook want to be the one who brings hope or agree with Regina? He's a hero after all. And where does everyone get new clothes or hats? <laughs> um, the magic wardrobe we don't know about. Oh, is there a magic wardrobe we don't know about? Um, and the last thing I want to talk about in this episode was Emma's dreams. If you are sure that your dreams are going to come true exactly like you dreamt them, maybe you shouldn't take the same people with you or hide <laughs> in the same place or tell everyone that you dreamt from the beginning. Uh, well, out of 100 Ogre Wars, I'll give this episode 76, just because this episode was mostly a filler and wanted to introduce Red. After seeing next week's promo, I think Dorothy was put under some kind of sleeping curse and will be broken by Mulan and Red. Uh, broken by Mulan and Red are the only ones who can break the spell. Red will go through some kind of portal because portals are easy now. Um, <laughs> so she can't help Dorothy. And I also think that Zelina came back to Storybrooke with the help of the slippers. Can't wait to hear what you two have to say, Jessica. Thank you, Jessica. Lots of good theories there. So Lots of good, good comments. Theories. Thank you for writing in too, Jessica. Uh, yes. Hope over in the chat room mentions, uh, Bill, did you realize that Hades had a Robin Hood face? I almost tweeted <gasps> at you. I know exactly the one you're talking about. When was it? Oh, he does have that. Yeah, when he's being the when he's being the the stalker from Hell guy. Like the, oh my gosh! Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, it's he did. Pretty insane, pretty insane. And I definitely agree, Hope. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, next up is Amelia, and we're going to close with this. Sorry, Ash, we had to cut yours for time a little bit. Yeah. We're both getting a little we're getting a little sore in the throat. Yeah. yeah. Um, Amelia says, "I love your podcast. Since you were so kind and answered my last letter, could you maybe give your thoughts about how Hook is handling this whole rescue?" Uh, I'll remove the quotes. Rescue. Rescue. I'll I'll remove the quotes if they actually get him out of there. Yeah. He is coming across as annoyed by everything and everyone. In the first half of the season, he was almost too sweet and caring to Emma. And now he's usually standing an arm's length or more away from her. And when he smiles at her, it just doesn't show in his eyes. His sarcastic quips are funny, but come off as a bit passive aggressive. I can I see him now trying to be nice and supportive, but I just get this sense that he 
he wished he that he had never come. That they had never come. That they had never come. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, because I expected him to be annoyed by Emma's refusal to just let him go. Mm-hmm. And my mind is just looking for confirmation of this. I would love to know your thoughts. Thank you, Amelia. Uh, you know, I think it's a little bit of the fact that he literally is a dead person. Yeah. Like, because we kind of sort of talked about this a little bit, but I don't know. I see it too. Mm-hmm. So it's not just you. Well, like, I, I think that feeds back into the whole cynicism thing I was talking about yeah. earlier that these like, even I, I mean, Hook even more so because he's been there longer and he's supposed to be there. Right. You know, he, he's just he, he they're all losing their fight a little bit. You know, they're, they're losing their hope a little bit. And I, I think that was more I, – I mean, it's been kind of subtle the past several episodes, but it was very apparent in this episode. But I will say, like I said before, you know, that his affection and respect for Emma mm-hmm. remains pretty much unchanged and untainted. I, I, I That's how I interpreted uh, the scene in the library and on the library and everything. Yeah. But uh, definitely, uh, I, uh, thank you again, Amelia, for writing in. <laughs> Next week, uh, when uh, do, we're done with uh, the red slippers. Ruby slippers? The ruby slippers. Uh, what I want you to do, I want you to click your heels three times. A computer's going to appear in front of you. Don't use that computer. Go find a different computer. Email us, greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Tweet us at gfstorybrook. Facebook is facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Four two four two seven four twenty three fifty two. Yeah, that. Yes, Anne Marie. Where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at AMD Simone, or you can check out my newly re- resurrected blog, CrunchyCrafty.com. And as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. Uh, you can follow all of the podcasts we do at UniverseBox.com, and you can follow the Pied Piper of Hamlin right down to the old river. And walk in it. Uh, we want to thank all of our uh, chatters uh, for coming out tonight. Uh, let's see. We have Amy P, Angel T, uh, Bobby G, uh, Donna War, uh, who was on earlier. Thank you again, Donna War, yes. for coming up. Hope, Monica, UBM Marie, that's, that's you. Me. Uh, unseen viewer, Zelina fan. And again, the most important viewer of all, the mm-hmm. most important chatter of all, Chancer. Oh, Chancer. We love you, Chancer. We you love are, you, Chancer. You are the wind oh, beneath our do. winds and the person who makes sure that no one floods the chat room thanks Yay. you're the best okay i guess that about does it for this week uh join us next or until next time greetings, greetings from, from story Brooke. Done, Bobby's uh, like, what's the G? <laughs> yeah, Bobby asked, what Just does the because. G stand for? It stands for great. Great. Bobby, great hawk.